Welcome to Ride With Me, Drive With Me, the show that's everything ride sharing. Your host, Lucas P., is here to bring you great driver stories, interesting rider personalities, and everything in between. So get ready, buckle up, and let's go. All right, here we go. Episode 26. Thank you for spending some time with me here today. Excited you're here. Welcome to the show. Got to sit down with another driver from the DFW area, Chris I. It's a great story of how we actually connected and ran into each other and took a little bit of time to get him actually on the show to meet up with him. And in fact, I just met with him two days ago. So this is like the quickest turnaround with a interview to episode that I've ever done, but it's been a bit of time since I've talked with another driver, So, and since I'm not driving anymore, it's kind of cool to get back into that rhythm, kind of feel that energy again and that excitement, the things that I used to share as a driver. Chris and I really got into that. It's a good conversation here. Uh, I don't want to hold anybody up. It's a little bit of a longer interview here, one of the longest I've had. Might be the longest. I'm not really sure. But I decided not to split it into two parts because it just wasn't long enough. So anyway, here we go. Welcome to Ride With Me, Drive With Me, Mr. Chris I. Chris I. Chris I. Chris I. I like it. All right, tell me about some Uber stuff, man. How long have you driven for? Like on and off for three and a half years. Three and a half years? Yeah. I didn't. It's amazing how fast time flies, but yeah, on and off for three and a half years. Always here in Dallas? Always here in Dallas. Every now and then I'll venture out to... Houston or Austin, ah. just like, for example, tomorrow I'm going to visit a friend since, since you know, day one is Friday. I'm going to go visit a friend tomorrow down yeah. in Houston and just get up, drive down in the morning, and I'll probably do a couple runs down there, a few runs down there, and then I'll come back up. You're going to make a five-hour drive to Houston and then come back the same day? Yeah. And work while you're there? It'll only be about, it'll only be about four hours, three and a half, four. To get there? Mm-hmm. How long are you going to be down there for? Just, just a day. short trip? Yeah, just, just okay. a day, and I'll come back. Right out of law school, I took a job in... Um, college station i used to commute to talk college station commute to and from every day from here yeah is it how long of a trip is that well from actually from up by uh, in murphy by murphy by richardson and that was it was a three-hour drive every day each way so six, to go to six school hours. no to work to work mm-hmm. oh my gosh man yeah i did that because it was right right after the wife and i split okay and i wanted to get back every day to tuck in the kids at night so Oh, yeah, wow. So, yeah, Look I, at you. Yeah, I won't do that again. I almost died a few times. <laughs> oh, I bet you got pretty tired. Yeah, but it's okay. I always made it back. <laughs> Damn, you're a hard worker. I can already see that right off the bat. The dedication is strong hey, with you. Hey, you know what? I was raised that way, my friend. Oh, As good. a man, you're supposed to work. <laughs> yeah. Got to give some credit to your mom and dad then, huh? Well, that, yeah. I, I like do, it. I'll give it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you give it. I'll give it to him. <laughs> tell him I said good job. I'll do. No, well, you thank can you, sir. It. I appreciate it. I'll tell him right now. I good appreciate job. it. Thank you good so job, much. Good job, Chris's parents. <laughs> 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 All right, so we got to tell this funny story about how we met. Yeah, we're, we're going to talk more Uber stuff, but this is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. It all comes around full circle. Trust me. Mm-hmm. So you had a ride. With my friend, Shayna. Mm-hmm. I don't know when it was. Must have been December? It was December because it was right Middle around December. Christmas. It was right, right before Christmas, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you picked her up at DFW, brought her home. No. And, no? I took her to her her version of Cheers, apparently. So she oh, had, 
Yeah, I know where you went. Okay. She didn't go home. Oh, no. We'll, we'll rat her out. With with her with her bags in tow. Yeah. So <laughs> that's yeah, that's Shayna. Yeah, she was great. Uh, yeah, she's awesome. I, I, I like Shayna. She's she's a great person. Mm. And then so how'd the show come up? Like what happened on that ride? So we were just riding and I don't she she told me what she does and I was like, you know, hey, get me on the radio. <laughs> She's like, she's like, are you serious? I said, why not? It's something to do. I mean, I, I have personality. She's like, hold on. So then she started texting you right then in the car. Yep. And I was like, what's this? And she's like, okay, a, a friend of mine has a podcast. You interested in, in going on it? I was like, sure, why not? And next thing I know, we're linked. Then she told me the su- you told me the subject matter is about driving. I was like, are you serious? <laughs> I kind of drive Uber, you know that, right? <laughs> so, um, so that's that's kind of how it worked out. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so then you and I connected, and we talked on the phone mm-hmm. one time, mm-hmm. and then we've been—I mean, we're sitting here at the end of January right now. We've been trying to set this up for a while. We have. We had yeah. some stuff coming up, but mm-hmm. you and I found out that we're both into law. So yeah. you mentioned a minute ago that you went to law school, mm-hmm. um, and then you're studying to take the bar in July. Mm-hmm. Okay, and. You were looking for a job as well. Yeah. Okay. So we get to literally today, the day of the recording, <laughs> and I find out that Chris is coming to work Friday at the same firm that I work at. Now don't forget, this is like a month after we actually A month meet. and a half. A month and a half after we actually meet, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Neither one of us have no idea. Uh, literally, I mean, the story is crazy. Mm-hmm. My boss- Robbie mm-hmm. walks into my office and it just comes out that the g- name of the new guy coming in on Friday is Chris. And so I asked for more details and mm-hmm. the more details start connecting as in taking the bar exam in July, mm-hmm. you know, tall guy, black guy. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wh- what What's Chris's last name, Robbie? <laughs> 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 she gives me his last name and I'm, oh shit, I don't know his last name. Okay. Well, let me ask Chris. Uh-huh. So I'm texting this guy on my phone. Dude, what's your last name? And he writes back, and sure enough, it's the same. And I'm like, we are all sitting in that office going, what the hell? Like, and then so I tell them, tell them all in my office. I'm like, Chris is coming to my house tonight. Like, we're doing my show tonight. And I live seven minutes away from you at that. Yeah. I mean, right up the street. <laughs> like, the, the, oh, dude, the coincidence is just, you know, we've been chatting here a few minutes before we got started on the show, but. It's wild. It really is. It really is. And not and then not to mention, let's not forget the fact that all the connections we talk about, you yeah. live in the same complex that I used to come visit years ago to see a woman I used to date. And you're in like the building across from the building I used to be I used to go to all the time. It's it's just it's it's just really kind of weird how this is working out. And then you know. how you even ended up, you know, at that firm in the first place. In the first yeah. Like okay, so you gave a ride to another person uh-huh. who connected him with someone else who connected him to with Robbie, yeah. with my boss, mm-hmm. with my where I work. And sure enough, yeah. that's just, it's it's a wild, like, it's <laughs> Serendipitous. almost. Serendipitous. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And I remember you and I talked, and I remember you saying, like, you were interested in litigation work. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, cool. You mm-hmm. know, right off the bat, I'm like, okay, number one, he drives. Sounds cool, and now he's interested in the law. We got a few things here in common. Yeah, this would be a great episode. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then now, like, I mean, it's just like I'm sitting here, mind blown. Like, really? Okay, so what's this all about? You know? You know? Like I, said, <laughs> I don't believe in consequence. I mean, in coincidence. So I mean, it's like this is just like okay, what's going on now? <laughs> yeah, right. It's just it's crazy. I, I've had so many. You don't believe in coincidences, so it's hard for me to say that word. But so many happenstances in the last few months. Really? Of my life that are just wild, man. Well, I'll tell you about them sometime. It's just, 
It's craziness, dude. I'm just like, okay. Oh, I, I literally just put my hands up sometimes, and I'm like, all right, man. Exactly. I hear you. Exactly. That's I'm, honestly. I'm listening. That's exactly how I feel about it. I mean, really coming to the firm, that's, it's one of those things where it's like, you said I was looking for a job. Actually, believe it or not, I wasn't. You weren't looking for a job. I was not looking for a job. You were just giving a person a ride. I was giving a person a ride to the airport, and I was, I'm riding, I'm studying, and they said, okay, so what do you do outside of this? And I told them, okay, I'm studying for the bar exam. She, asked, she was like, how do you feel about Miami? I said, I like Miami to visit, but I'm not <laughs> moving there. And, um, she said, that's too bad. I'll hire you tomorrow. I said, oh, okay. But then she said, well, would you be okay if I take your resume and send it out to a couple of people I know and make some calls? I was like, sure, why not? I mean, it's no big deal. I mean, I wasn't thinking anything was really going to come of it, you know. And next thing I know, I, as I told you, I said, my job, the job that I always wanted was in a boutique law firm that, you know, a busy boutique, you know, where everybody gets along and because everything I've ever done has been in big law. Mm-hmm. And next thing I know, through all the the little steps here, and, and, and next thing I know, I get a call from your boss, now my boss, from, you know, head of a boutique law firm, yep. <laughs> you know, where everybody seems to get along. It's just, eh, it's just great. It's wild. Yeah. We had is. to just put that out there. I mean, it's a great introduction to you. Mm-hmm. It tells a lot about you. You're tenacious, but yet you weren't looking for it, but you're open to things. You have to be. I mean, that's so cool. And we were talking earlier about, like, <clears throat> the different ways <laughs> connections can make a difference uh, in this whole world, mm-hmm. and especially, like, when you're driving. That was one of the things I found. It's actually one of the things I miss. So mm-hmm. I, I haven't driven now since uh, November 12th. Why? Oh, I got deactivated, dude. Oh, that. Oh, yeah. And it's all public. Are you so serious? Don't worry. Yeah. Well, we'll. we'll you have to tell me about that. We'll talk about exactly. <laughs> you have to why. tell me about that. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there's some interesting things, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, I've I've talked about it on the on the show here too. I don't know the exact reason, but mm-hmm. you know, there was. They won't give me an exact reason, but whatever. Mm-hmm. That kind of sucks, though. It it does because it, you know, quite honestly, and I have said this, and I've told this to other people as well. Once I started driving and got into it and liked it, mm-hmm. I never envisioned a day where I wouldn't at least do it at some point yeah. in my life. Yeah. You know? Hard time. Yeah. Because it was just cool. I get it. I've been doing it for three and a half years, and I never expected to. Yeah. You, you know? understand. I it. definitely get it. And number one, it's easy. Yeah. Easy in the sense of all you do is flick a switch. That's it. And I can be anywhere, mm-hmm. and I can flick the switch as long as I have my car, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Then and then I can go to work. So Absolutely. it can be a little bit addictive. Yeah. <laughs> you know very addictive um, yeah you get me <laughs> and then there's a rush from well where's this person going who mm. is this person uh-huh. and where am i going to end up and what's going to happen and not knowing and just like that that whole energy behind every day is going to be different and it it always is i i remember i picked up this one ride and the woman she called me i was on my way to pick her up and she called me she said hey just want to call before you get here you okay with the long ride i said I don't have anything to do today. That's fine. Where are we going? She said, Canton. I was like, Ohio? <laughs> I was like, apparently there's a Canton, Texas. Oh, okay. Yeah. And I was like, okay. All right. And it turns out, picked up this this woman. We started driving. She's a stripper. Okay. You know, and I was like, so she was telling me all these stories about her stripping and all stuff and showing me pictures and videos. And I was like, okay, uh, thanks. I, I, I appreciate that. That's interesting. Why am I driving you to Canton? Yeah. <laughs> and she said, Oh, okay, yeah, I don't drive anymore. I said, why? She was in this terrible accident, and her car, She sh- then she showed me pictures of the car. Like She was just telling me her whole life story. But it was like this car was literally mangled to shreds, and the only thing that was still intact was the driver's side seat. Oh, wow. That'll and stop a person driving. She stopped driving. But I was driving, I 
spent two hours driving her to Canton and two hours driving her back. Where is Canton from here? Two hours. <laughs> two hours. <laughs> two hours away. <laughs> and we went out there all all the way out there just because she wanted to get some water from a natural spring. And then you drove her back. And drove her back. Oh, look at you. Oh, that's cool. Four hours with one person. Yeah, complete stranger. Complete stranger. But she was actually pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. And we stayed in touch. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. Oh, that's even better. Yeah. She's still around here? No, she actually moved. Okay. Yeah, she moved. So um, she moved up to, I want to say she moved to D.C. Okay. Yeah, so, um, so yeah, but she, yeah. She was, was she looking to do kind of other things? Yeah. Yeah. She she was absolutely gorgeous, first off. Mm-hmm. And um, so I'm sure she used that to her advantage. But she, apparently she had saved up a whole lot of money. She went back east so she could go back to school and finish. Okay. Yeah, so. She, Good yeah. for her. Yeah, absolutely. I, you know, I drove plenty of dancers, mm-hmm. strippers. Whatever you want to call them. Yeah. Plenty of ladies of the night. Yeah. And we'll just say what they were. Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, sometimes they just tell you. And I don't. I didn't have any judgment. And, oh, no. You know, it's no. not my thing. Yeah, that's, not, that's between. That's on them. Between them and God. If that's, you know, we all have, we all have our things. Yeah. 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 The interesting stories for some of those, or for me, about with some of those people in that industry mm-hmm. was this whole idea of a $5,000 week. Yeah. I, I That was a news to me. Yeah. They but, can make some money. Th- th- that's like a big point of reward. Like mm-hmm. when you can make five grand in a week, mind you, their week sometimes are three or four days. Exactly. They exactly. don't do like this whole seven days a week thing or five days a week thing to them is mm, and, no. And the one, and I know some that, like I said, I've, I've become friends with me. Like I don't judge, you know, I have my shortcomings, but they are upset sometimes if it's just a $5,000 week. Jeez. I mean, I have one uh, friend of mine. She's, um, and what's crazy is it's like, they're normal people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we all, yeah. they're just normal. And, and I've come to realize it's like, okay, because I pick them up and it's like, you're just picking them up from work. Like you're picking, like picking up anybody else from the office. And, you know, those tend to be longer rides, especially at five o'clock in the morning when they're getting off work. Yep. And you pick them up and they don't live anywhere near the club because they want to be as separate from it as possible. Mm-hmm. So those tend to be longer rides and you just get in the car and, you know, some are quiet. Some want to talk a little bit, but, you know, they're all really nice. Yeah. You know, and it's just like, okay, I got off work. I was like, right, how was your night? It was good. I'm exhausted. Okay, well, let's go for a ride. Yeah. <laughs> and, and that's it. So let's yeah. go get some water. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> that's a in cool Canton. story. I'm going to have to look on a map where the hell Canton is. It's, it's, it's in the middle of nowhere. Okay. It's really, I mean, there's nothing out there, but you walk, I mean, you ride out there, and it's, I said one day I'm going to take a trip out there and, and probably get some spring water because there, there was like a line of cars. It's like this artesian well. Wow. Yeah, so it's like there was a line of cars just out there waiting for this water. So I'm thinking it has to be really good water. I like water. <laughs> <laughs> what, are they bringing it back by the trunk full or yeah, what? Yeah, they, they do, actually. They go out with these big, the big water jugs. Uh-huh. And um, some people had trucks, and they would, like, fill up the bed of their truck with these water jugs. We, I know with her, she had four or five of those big jugs. Okay. And we put them in my trunk, and she filled them all up. Hmm. So I was like, okay, well, let me see what this is about because if it's drawing this many people, it's maybe it's the fountain of youth or something. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what do we know? <laughs> Those are the stories, though, mm-hmm. like it, you, what you're talking about right there. That's the stuff I I do miss. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, the random one-off type personalities. Yeah. You know, it doesn't even have to be all that outlandish. Mm-hmm. It's just something different, something unique, or or some way to relate. Yeah, or connect. Mm-hmm. You know, and I'm sure. In three and a half years, man, how many rides do you have? Do you know? Off the well, top I drive head? both Lyft and Uber. Okay, so, so you'd have to 
I do don't math. Know, but I know. Uh, <laughs> and we'll see. I haven't looked for Lyft, but okay. Uber. I looked at Uber, and I'm at like I'm over twenty four hundred rides or something like okay. that on Uber. Yeah, which is not bad for part time gig. Exactly. You know, you know, so it's like I mean I've done a lot of driving, you know, and it's been it's I've met all kinds of people. I've met like I said we've met I met dancers, both exotic and 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 and, and you know formal. Yeah. Um, I've met ambassadors to different countries i've met um you know different diplomats i've obviously met other attorneys i've met mm-hmm. uh you know different business people i've met all sorts of things i this i've i've only and and in all this time i've only had a couple like not great incidents but other than that that's good yeah that's yeah good, okay same thing for me I, it was the same thing ran rang true where the small the crappy incidences mm-hmm. incidents were very fractional, yeah, yeah, so to say, to sum mm-hmm. that up. You know, the, mm-hmm. the majority, I was near 8,000 oh, wow. when I ended. I was like 7,900-some because oh, I was getting wow. ready to get to 8,000. Yeah, so now I was just rounded up. I was going to hit 8,000 that mm-hmm. week. Um, How long were you driving? It would have been four years in like two weeks. Wow. So just like three and three-quarters years. Well, I can just round I'm, it up almost. I, I need to look. At, you know, let me grab my phone because maybe my numbers are off. All right. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but that's insane because now I feel like I'm underachieving. <laughs> <laughs> no, I bet you're, you know, I did it full time for uh, a good stint down here at okay. DFW. Mm-hmm. Um, right after I moved to DFW, I started doing it uh, part time. Mm-hmm. So I kept doing it part time. And then did it full time for oh shoot it would have been about February of last year middle of February last year till November so nine months, and when you're doing a hundred trips a week yeah that adds, that adds up. up that definitely you know? adds up yeah that definitely definitely adds up you know that's crazy average of no the average was just short of a hundred trips a week in fact the one week I strived like mm-hmm. I just I set a goal I didn't I didn't use a money goal I was mm-hmm. like I want to see what the difference is here between instead of chasing a monetary figure mm-hmm. what if i just chase a trip count and That's see what a good it way did to look at it. it was cool because mm-hmm. it, it took that out of play mm-hmm. i didn't care i knew how many trips i had to average throughout mm-hmm. the days mm-hmm. and it didn't matter what i was bringing in because mm-hmm. i was making that mm-hmm. and it actually ended up being out just a little bit more mm-hmm. but i worked a lot like to yeah. get to that 100 i was driving my last trip was like 9:30 on a sunday night mm-hmm. all the cool that's a cool story that girl the girl on that sunday night <laughs> I pick. I don't think I've ever told this story. Picked her up at the Westin, six thirty-five, and mm. Coit, right around there. Okay, okay. So I know we're talking. She's an attorney. Okay. Here from out of town, Houston. Mm-hmm. Gets in the car. Gorgeous. I still remember her name. I'm not going to out her. <laughs> and this was ride number ninety-eight. So I had two rides to go to get to my hundred. Right. Uh huh. So she's got to go to Target to get a blazer. Because okay. she's got a deposition in the morning or a meeting or something, and mm-hmm. she forgot a blazer, and she was kicking herself. She's mm-hmm. like, how do I forget That's a blazer? a pretty big part of yeah. Like, yeah. yeah and she's like, <laughs> okay, well, we're going to Target. And so then, obviously, that's where that came up. Okay. Well, cool. Well, then we started ask. I started asking her about what she did, what kind of law she was in, you know, how often she comes up here, all these things. And we just got to talking, and turns out she was recently divorced. We had a few other things, like in – in common, she was the first person I almost, she's the only person I should say, almost uh, like branched out and was like, hey, I can drop you off. Do you want to go grab a drink or grab mm-hmm. coffee or something like that? But I didn't. Oh, you should have done it. I chickened out, man. You should have done it. I, I don't want to be weird. You know, there's a way to do it and you're not weird. <laughs> okay, let's, okay, okay, I'm going to out myself a little bit here. All right. 
Let's see here. I have, <laughs> you know, uh, this is a family TV, family radio show. So I have, um, <laughs> no, I have, let's see, I've dated, uh, let's just say I've dated a few of my rides. Uh, okay. Uh, um, and one of them actually, I was emotionally unavailable at the time. So, you know, you know, I kind of told her that. You told her that. Oh, I told, I, I believe in that. You okay. To, you know, you have to be honest. But, you know. She was great, man. I mean, it's like she she tried to convince me otherwise, but you know, you know, I was like, no, I, I can't meet you there. But she was a phenomenal lady. Now the other ones were, um, I'd say probably kind of casual, but at the same time, it's like I, you know, but it's, you know, I still keep in touch with some of them. Okay, I do. I mean, it's just the yeah. Well, give me and anyone out here listening, mm-hmm. if you're a driver, mm-hmm. I guess. Give me a lesson. How do you do that? How do you do that? Put put yourself in my shoes right there. And and I've thought of a way to do it tactfully, and then mm-hmm. I was just, okay. But I'm going to take your, not like it's ever going to come uh, up again, but. I don't know. You're, you're from both. We'll have to talk about that stuff. Because <laughs> uh, we need to figure out a way to get you back on the road. Um, it it just kind of, it just diff- it depends on the situation. So, I mean, let's see. For her, I'll call her H. Okay. H was, I came and i picked her up one morning and i was taking her to work uh-huh. and we had a about a 30 minute ride and i'm about to sound like a jerk she had a boyfriend <laughs> <laughs> wait hold on okay <laughs> she said she had a boyfriend all right oh she told me about her boyfriend okay but um no we were just riding and i mean but we we just had a great conversation and um you know i'm not from texas mm-hmm. she's not from texas and, you know, I moved here from New York some years back, and she moved here from D.C. And, um, you know, we were just talking about, you know, the differences, in, you know, between Texas and, you know, East Coast East Coast cities and other, you know, metropolises, you know, metropolitan areas. And um, we just, just kind of clicked. And we had, you know, I was like, and at the end of the ride, I was like, hey, listen, I don't mean to be forward, but, you know, would you like to stay in touch? You know, I'll give you my number and, you know, let's grab a, let's grab a coffee sometime or, or a coffee or or, or tea. I said, you know what? Better yet, it can be breakfast, lunch, dinner, snack, tea, whatever. But I mean, I'd just like to meet again. And she was like, yeah, I'd like that. So she took my number, gave me a call. And then I was like, hey, so let's get together. And we went and met up at Barnes & Noble. And after that, we just started dating. And it just, you know, she's great. But I just, I, at that time, like I said, I was emotionally unavailable. And she was not emotionally unavailable. She yeah. was very much. She was very much available, even though she had a boyfriend. And um, but he was kind of getting on her nerves at that point. I kind of came on the, and I don't like to step on toes either. Yeah, so yeah. she kind of she ended that situation, and then she started dating me. Yeah, I jacked it up. I messed it up. Okay. But <laughs> she's dating someone else now. Oh. But <laughs> just stay in touch, like stay friends. Yeah, yeah we're, still, we're still friends. We're still okay. friends. We're still friends. Well, good. You know, so um, but you know, you know, I respect the relationship. But yeah, but yeah, it's just kind of that happened. Um, yeah, I th- just if you're having if you're if you're having a, gr- a good conversation with somebody, then it's just a natural progression. Like, hey, you know, we should stay in touch. You know, and then, and then what happens happens from there. You know, I don't have any expectations. You know, it's just one of those things. Where it's like, hey, you know, I enjoyed the conversation today. I'd like to do it again. Well, sometime. where were you this time last year? Where was Damn I? It. No. <laughs> <laughs> I could have helped you out, my friend. Yeah, really could have like, helped. I could have. Uh, I totally. <laughs> Could have made like that does not sound creeper, stalker, mm-hmm. crazy yeah. Uber driver. Yeah. You know, I've heard the horror stories. Yeah, from other people, ladies, mm-hmm. and they're like, yeah, these th- the dudes just 
you know, freak me out. And I'm like, okay, I don't want to be that. No, you don't want to be that guy. I mean, it's, yeah. And I have said, when did I say it? I talked about this on one of my short episodes, uh, the Pick Me Up Tuesdays episode. Pick Me Up Tuesdays. That's what I call it. I like that. That's my short one. I just get to ramble. It's just Uh me, man. (laughs) Just me and a cup of coffee Mm -hmm. sitting right behind you right there. Okay. Yeah. My point of that show, that episode was, there's a lot of scary shit that could happen. Yeah. I've had some scary uh, shit happen. Like th- with that. Mm-hmm. With mixing, driving someone, and then taking them out or something like that. Mm-hmm. And I think where I was more leaning in my head, with the freaky part for me is, and I th- this happened more to me, mm-hmm. where I would get approached. I would get hit mm-hmm. on because, you know, if they were drunk, if they weren't drunk, whatever, mm-hmm. they'd invite me into the bar to have a drink with them. Yep. Or... If I'm bringing them home, they invite <laughs> me in, you know, yeah. and then, nope. And uh-uh. that's where it's a no. That, exactly. Okay, mm-hmm. so you get that part as well. Good. Yeah. And and not like I didn't think you did, but that's where the scary <laughs> well, no, but stuff. No, but you can't just assume that because some, pe- some, some people will do it. Yeah. Some well, people they will do. It. They do. They do. Yeah, I they see d- it. That's why I talk, started talking about it because it was on one of the forums. Oh, really? Yeah. And somebody had posed a question like asking for a friend. That bull crap. Mm. Like, what would you do if a lady asked you to go out with them, you know, or come back inside with them and you're dropping them off at their house? Mm. Uh, say no. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of a, it's, it's kind of a setup. <laughs> I mean, uh, it, could, it could be, so, I mean, it could be some, I mean, it's just the same thing. You don't know what you're walking, what type of situation you're walking into. So, yeah. and I've had it happen. I mean, more than once. I mean, I gave a ride to a guy the other day. He said, do you ever look at your comments? I said, no. He said, you should really look at your comments. I said, why? He said, okay. Most recent one said, amazing driver, extremely attractive. <laughs> and I was like, and I, was like oh, I don't know what she was looking at, but okay, thanks. You know, but then I started looking at my comments and I have a bunch of comments like that. Yeah. So it's like, it's flattering, but at the same time, I was like, okay, you know, you give so many rides. I was like, well, who said that? Was it this one? Because I actually thought she was cute too and I should have talked to her. Dang but it's okay. It. <laughs> and I think I figured out who it was. And that's one I should have talked to, but it's okay. But yes, I mean, but no, you don't know what type of situations you're walking into. So I think yeah. it's yeah. Now I'm totally kicking myself for Yeah, you should you should you not should. uh throwing you, it out there. You really should kick yourself on that. But oh. it's okay. It's okay. It just it wasn't meant to be. No. And you know what had happened is it, it, you know, it was last April and in all uh, all time frame, I think it was at la- beginning of April or no, it had to be like the middle of April because it was yes, it was the middle of April. I was right off of a like two or three month relationship that mm-hmm. ended horribly in this. Oh uh, well, that's why you didn't awful, talk to her. Yes, that's why you, I but get it. I was like, and I wasn't dating anybody. I wasn't seeing anybody. wasn't even interested. In fact, I remember saying to my friend Dan, like, I had gone out to a concert at the Rustic, mm-hmm. and I was annoyed. I was just annoyed because a couple people came up to me. Mm-hmm. I'm there by myself, mm-hmm. and I, I like I got approached, and I I was annoyed. Yeah, and that's what I, what I there. said to Dan. I was like. That means no dating. Mm-hmm. Like you're, I, I was almost thinking I was jaded. Mm-hmm. Like our conversation now has gone into a weird dating realm. <laughs> but anyway, it happens. It's, it's a natural progression. It happens on this show because, like, but I talk I mean, about my dating life. It's and a part of driving, though. I mean, it, yeah, I mean, it right? happens because I've had the same thing. I went through a terrible breakup myself about a year and a half ago. You know, it's kind of gray area because it was a year and a half ago. We didn't stop talking till this past October. So whatever. Okay. Yeah. You know, but it's one of those situations. And, you know, I was driving on and off and, you know, doing that. And it was somewhat therapeutic. I, I get out and drive sometimes because it's, it's to clear my head, mm-hmm. you know, and it's just nice to go and, you know, you can have a conversation with somebody or not. But either way, you're just out there just driving and seeing parts of Texas that I've never seen before, all sorts of stuff. And, <laughs> Canton. Um, but <laughs> Canton. Is that, 
that's why you didn't speak to her because I remember out in that time when yep. I when I went through my breakup, there were a few women at that point on my rise, and I was just like, yeah, let's not have any conversations today, okay? Yeah, so I get it. So I, I'll but, give you a pass on that. Yeah, she was the first one back from the other relationship where I like felt that a little mm-hmm. bit. Like I was like, oh. Oh, and I looked again and it was like, oh, okay. And maybe, yeah, that's probably exactly. But I, I still had that stigma in the, in my head. I'm like, dang it. Why didn't I see you at the Target? Why couldn't you just be at the Target and I could find some funny thing to say to you? Why well, did see, I have to pick you up? See, here's the thing. It's, it's, and that's where you don't, don't find anything funny to say. Don't do it. What do you mean? Okay, so like, for example, my rides, the ones that I've met, I don't try to find anything. It's just like, you ask, so how does it work? It's like. We're riding, and we're just having a conversation. And if something funny comes up, it comes up. If it doesn't, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a great in, actually. You, mm-hmm. you you gave a good line there, like, hey, I'm enjoying this conversation. Would you like to keep in touch? Mm-hmm. I think that is an amazing line. And it's sincere. Yeah. And it's, that's all it is. Yeah. It's just, hey, I enjoyed this. Mm-hmm. This was nice. Mm-hmm. It was funny, too, because she hesitated. Mm-hmm. We're talking way too long about this one incident. <laughs> you can tell, like, my head is like, eh. You're, you're, not, you're not over it yet. No. No, I'm over it. <laughs> I'm over it because, listen, I'll be completely honest. I found her on LinkedIn. Did I, I knew her name. Mm-hmm. I knew what area of law she was in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so I found her. Mm-hmm. So I was like, uh, and then I sent her a message. Oh, you shouldn't and, have done that. Nope. Shouldn't have done that. No. Then I felt stalker. <laughs> <laughs> then I felt stalker. I was, was like, but all I said was, hey, yeah, and this was like two, three weeks after because mm. I thought a lot about it. I was yeah. like, eh, okay, well, I'm thinking about this person. You know, why not? Mm. Whatever. And I even asked like other people what I should say. But anyway. I so wish I, I was there. I would have told, I would. I could have helped you. I, I don't think. Uh, you, I'm pretty good at it. Well, uh, okay. I'm great at it for other people. <laughs> now everyone <laughs> thinks I'm a stalker. No. <laughs> I didn't no, like call her at work. No, I it's not a stalker thing. No, I, I, I sent her an e- a message through LinkedIn. No, like work email, nothing like that. I was just like, "Hey, I was your driver. If you mm. remember me, I brought you to Target that mm. night. I thought we had a great conversation. If you're ever back in Dallas mm. and you wanna like have a, a cup of coffee or grab a drink or something, or need something else to do to kill some time with someone, give me, give a, me a call. And here's my number." And that's it. And I never message her again. I don't think there's, any, there's nothing wrong with that. I think, honestly, we're just in an era now where people are just, we're an antisocial society, which is ironic because I think that's part of the reason why I like driving Uber yeah, and, and Lyft because it's like we've become an antisocial society that says, well, why are you actually trying to communicate with me? Yeah. I have a phone. I have, I have other ways, uh, all these means for you to, you know, reach out to me. Why are you actually using them? What is wrong with you? you oh, you know, you must be a stalker. It's <laughs> <laughs> right. like, I just said, hi, it was nice to have a conversation with you. Uh-huh. It? But no, there's nothing wrong with it. I mean, I think it's just, but you know, that's the, that's the beauty of driving. You know, you can get out and you can, you know, you're in a, you're in a situation where I've had, I've had rides where I could tell the people, they obviously were not trying to talk when they first got in the car. And then sometime, then somehow it's turned out to be the best conversation they've had in a while. We've right. had, you know, it's just. You know, because like I'm, I'm, I'm old school. You know, I'm not a part of. Apparently, I just found out that technically I'm a millennial. I was born in 1980, which is supposedly the first year. Okay. I don't claim it. <laughs> you do not claim. I it. I don't claim. Yeah, it. you don't come off with that. Millennial vibe. Yeah, no, not at all. Thank God. Mm-mm. I, so I'm from an era where people actually had conversations, and, and yeah, and then if you. What you did, you know, I think that's fine. I'm from an era where, you know, you have those conversations, you send a note. So when we get you back on the road, my friend, because we're going to get you back on the road. I, 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 dude, I'm telling you, they don't want me on the road. 
Is this for Uber or Lyft? Uber. Then drive Lyft. No. <laughs> no. No. No, there's another reason I can't drive Lyft. <laughs> we'll talk about it. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, yeah, it's uh, it's just, no, I'm happy. Look, I've got two podcasts going on. Yeah. I don't know where the hell I'm going to fit that time in. Yeah, that's a good point. You know, and now I'm I'm finding my connections through these, you know, and my human interaction. Not only that, but I work with a bunch of great people up there, which you're going to meet. Can't wait. And so that's getting my, you know, my people fulfillment mm-hmm. before – Oh yeah, that's that's actually coming full circle in my head as well. I was at a really small firm. There was mm-hmm. me, uh, and at the time I left, two attorneys. Okay. So most of the time it was just me and the other attorney, and mm-hmm. he was always gone. Mm-hmm. So it was just me. Yeah. In this giant office space, mm-hmm. I had my own office. He had his own office. We had you know a good space in between there, obviously, and then there was all that time during the day where I'm just by myself. Yeah. So the driving for me at that point was a source of getting to yeah. have that human interaction mm-hmm. outside of clients, mm-hmm. things at work and whatnot. Well, that doesn't count. Hum- <laughs> yeah. That's it's questionable how human those correct. interactions are. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know, now I'm at work and I'm sitting with, you know, two great people in my office and there's a bunch of other people outside in the other areas where we're all sharing that time and space together. Mm-hmm. For, so for me, being the over extrovert Mm -hmm. it's fulfilling that like it's charging that yeah in fact i'm almost feeling sometimes especially uh, on some of these days where i'm i'm doing a lot for the two shows Mm -hmm. like i'm i'm pushing it too far Mm -hmm. and i've had to at some points rein it back in like Mm -hmm. yeah you're personable okay that's great (laughs) but you know you you gotta you gotta dial it back a little yeah yeah you know my mom gets on me about that a little mm-hmm. bit you know burning the candle at both ends as yeah, they say. yeah well i can i can sympathize i'm not you know as we said we i work a lot no matter what i'm doing so i'm a yeah. 4, 4 a.m guy no matter what so okay what else are you doing now you said you do it part-time uh so i, I well i i drive and i'm studying then um i do personal training some on the side i you know i do you know damn look yeah, at you I you do, are yeah. busy I st- yeah yeah i haven't yeah so so i have this funny thing like i push 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 mm-hmm. i may sleep as of late, I've been trying to do better, but I sleep maybe about five, six hours now a night. Okay. Prior to that, it was like three or four hours, more on the three hour side. Ooh. But my body would twice a year, once in the springtime and once in the fall, my body would just shut down. Oh, really? Yeah. You get sick or what? No, I'd just sit down somewhere for like, it would start, it would last for about a span of a week, week, week and a half. I'd sit down and around six o'clock. I'd just pass out and sleep through the night. Doesn't matter what's happening. Doesn't matter where I am. Doesn't matter. I could be in mid-sentence. I'll just pass out and then sleep through the night, wake up the following morning about, it's generally speaking, it's about eight thirty, nine o'clock. I wake up if I don't have anywhere to go or anything to do. Go at it for the next day, then come back in the evening, sit down, pass out. <laughs> and it, it happens for about a week. And that's my body saying, okay, enough is enough. And then after that week, I go back to normal, and I can go back to my three-hour nights. Okay. Yeah, so Oof. I'm getting better. I'm You're getting better. Getting out of that habit. I'm trying. Is there yeah. less of a need for that then, too, it kind of sounds like? I'm just trying to be more efficient okay. uh, in my in my productivity. And I realize that when I rest, I can be more efficient. And, you know, as opposed to just like, okay, well, you know, I have to do this, 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 and this. And I push, mm-hmm. push, 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 push. But, and you know, I'm more I schedule my time better. So I'm I'm one of those I schedule down to the minute my day 
is for the most part, you know, I try to stick, schedule it down to the minute and which doesn't leave, you know, a, whole, a large margin for error. But at the same time, I can fit more in. Wow. You know, so and, and then when you, you're studying for a bar exam, you kind of have to, you know, when you're doing that. And then, you know, I have kids and, yeah, you know, so I have to you know, I have to find time. How many kids do you have? Two. Two one, kids? Yeah, one boy, one girl. How old are they? 11 and 13. Oh, man. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. Yeah, so then you have to f- squeeze in volleyball and track and basketball. And, you know, my daughter plays club volleyball, so she travels. And, you know, my son is, you know, they're both, like, they both qualified for state states and track last year, you know, their first time running. And, you know, so it's like they're they're active and they have a lot going on. So you have to schedule it. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah, you definitely have to plan your day by a minute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're, you're not going to mind that whole uh, – Billable time thing then, huh? Nah, that's, yeah. <laughs> Dude, I it took me some adjustment. Billable hours. <laughs> I think everybody hates billables. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm I'm still getting used to it, but you know, having to track it, it it is good. It mm-hmm. was good in that sense. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Get to see everything you're doing. So yeah. 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 Still driving full time or I'm um, sorry, part time. How often, how many days a week do you say you drive? Well no no right now is technically tech right now it's kinda of full time. Okay. Um. So I'll drive. I typically drive uh, five to six days a week. Okay. Closer to six. So let me stop lying. I drive seven days a week. <laughs> <laughs> but some days is just more than others. Some days, but no. But then some days I'll just take off. So uh, you know, I'll just stop driving. So what's today? But my day is all running. What day is it? Wednesday. Yes, Wednesday? sir. Okay. Yep. You know, you know, didn't want to sound like I didn't know, which I don't. But anyway, um, <laughs> so I drove. I didn't drive Monday. Did I drive Sunday? <laughs> you probably should have because it was football day. No, yeah, it wasn't. No, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh-uh. That's why you didn't. Last week there was no football because no, it's that but, in between. But, see, but believe it or not, see, I've got a system now where like, okay, Sundays I drive. I don't drive people as much to like watch football to bars. Sunday is a huge travel day. Uh-huh. So there's a lot of airport runs, you know, you know, and where where I live, I just log in from my from my my place. Yep. And then, you know, just get hits. You know, so it's, What time do you start on the Sunday? For instance. Uh, depends. No, it doesn't depend really. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to embrace the fact that I've had people tell me I'm a workaholic. But, you know, you don't really want to admit to that. Yeah. So I wake up Sunday morning. I have breakfast, take the dog out. Typically, you know, do church. Okay. Online. Okay. While I'm driving. Oh, well, good for <laughs> so you. I str- so I start, I'll start Sunday morning probably generally. Some Sundays I'll get up. Sundays I start a little later. So it's about 8 or 9. Yeah. Because I find that people aren't going to the airport too early on Sundays. Yeah. I'll live log in about 8 or 9. When I when the rides get in the car, I say I let them know, hey, it's church in here today. I didn't get to go. <laughs> We're listening, <laughs> and they're like, okay, <laughs> not a problem. So um, but yeah, so that's that's typically, and then I just drive through the day, and you know, I, I I always make a break on the weekends, no matter what, for the most part, so I can go see the kids. Sure. Um, you know, you know that's that divorce life. Yeah. So no matter well, what. No, that's great. Mm-hmm. I think, and then so during the week. What kind of schedule are you looking at here? My what kind days, of schedule are you doing? My days during the week typically start between 4 and 5 in the morning. Yeah, good um, man. Uh-huh. Get out early. You know, early bird gets the worm and all that stuff. I'll drive from that time, and I typically slow down around 11, 30, 12 o'clock. Yep. 
come home, check on the dog, go to the gym, get cleaned up, get back on the road. I'll get back on the road typically by around 2.30, 3 o'clock. It's slow around that time. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but then rush hour kicks in. I'll drive, come home, take care of the dog around 7, then log back in, and I'll drive till <laughs> about maybe 8 or 9. Damn. And then you start that all over again. Uh-huh. And then... <laughs> You should see then, its face right yeah, now. It's like, uh, when, you, when you actually say it out loud, it's like, I know. dang, I have a problem. So that whole <laughs> sentence, his face is tur- tilting to the side, and then at the end of it, he's literally like on his cheek like, uh-huh. It's like, gosh, <laughs> I, I, do, I do have a working problem. Because then my breaks, because I'll take random breaks, but my breaks are spent going over flashcards and everything for the bars. It's, it's too early to dive in and do like my ten hour, eight and 10-hour study days. Yeah, so, you wouldn't retain it. Wouldn't retain anything. So I'm just doing refreshers right now. So okay. I'm going through my MBE flashcards, things of that nature, and I do that while I drive. I'll read while I'm at stoplights or while I'm waiting on right, what have you. But it's it's one of those things. I typically get I'll log in and I'll drive until it starts to die down. That's generally how it works. And you know, you know, as you know, during the day there are the the low periods. Yeah. And um, during those low periods, I try to be productive and do something else, and then get right back to it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So then your usual Logging on anywhere between four and five in the morning, right? You're starting mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. First trip's gonna be Love or DFW. Yeah. Nobody's going anywhere else Mm-mm. that time. You know, of the I've never had honestly, and it's typically always DFW. Okay. It's typically always DFW. I cannot think of a trip that I've had that would to Love Field that early. Really? Not one. I don't know why. Well, they're all over here then. Yeah. I would end up over there all the time. Yeah. 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 See, mine. I get those Love Field. I'll get them, but my rides are typically airport runs or. DFW. Okay. Yeah. So. so if you end up, I'll give you a tip. I'll take it. I think I've I've said this long time ago when I was driving. If you end up at Love, mm-hmm. never wait, first off. Mm-hmm. Screw the airport yeah. queues. Never do that. You're smart. I didn't mm-hmm. even have to ask. <laughs> I'll leave Love, mm-hmm. make the left on Mockingbird, mm-hmm. make another left, go up Lemon, go past the car dealerships, mm-hmm. then... You know where that Chick-fil-A and the Whataburger I used to live is? Up, I used to live right off of Lemon. I know exactly what you're okay. talking about. Okay. Uh-huh. So Northwest Highway. Mm-hmm. Uh, take Northwest Highway and wait over there off of like North uh, Midway and Northwest Highway. Really? Yep. Because that's the, I call it the uh, Don Henley neighborhood. Mm-hmm. You ever driven back there in Bluff View? No. Oh my gosh. Really? Woo. Yeah. <laughs> They're all up on a hill. There's literally a bluff back there, and they are some oh, wow. beautiful houses. Wow. Yeah, Don Henley lives right off of that Northwest Highway and some other street. I okay. Mean, lo- I think his, a lot of people know where he lives, whatever. Uh-huh. You can't get close to his house. It's pretty gated. Uh-huh. But that's a rich neighborhood over there. So you'll get a lot of those people going if it's like past 730 in the morning. Uh-huh. They'll be going to DFW business people. You know, for later flights. And, and I find a lot of people don't realize that because, like, I, when I was, you know, so I live in University Park now. But before I was further north, when I first started driving, I was staying, you know, in Murphy. Murphy. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, I was up in the suburbs. And I remember logging in at that point, part of the day. And uh, But, you know, back that's back when, you know, they've changed the app some now. Yeah. So, but you could see where it was surging and how how many cars were in one area and all yeah, this stuff. Yeah, you could move it around. Exactly. And everybody was congregating down around downtown Dallas and uptown, which to me was never really smart because you're running into traffic and you're not going to, you know, 
I'd log in right from home, and you all, like you said, you always get the business travelers. Yep. Going every, you know, that's that's it. And I'd sit there and wait. And I think one of my best because they've changed the surging on these apps. So oh, yeah. You, yeah, it sucks. But I had one guy. I was the only driver in the area. It was surging, and it was like an eighty-five dollar ride just to DFW from where I was living. You know, so it's like, oh yeah, so yeah. Yeah, and I'm I missed the new surge. I missed I saw it because it had started to go into effect in other places of the country. Mm-hmm. So I saw it start to come across like a wave, mm-hmm. but I never had to drive in it. What do you mm-hmm. think of it? I don't know. Now that I've been doing it for a while, you know how if you've been doing it for a while, you kind of figure out how to make money. Yeah. So I know like you say you have your daily mark. It's like, okay, I know I'll hit my mark no matter mm-hmm. what. I don't know because it was back then it was it was kind of a little less you didn't know exactly what you were going to get you know when I was driving at that point and it's like so it's like sometimes you'd have a really big hit on a ride like I remember I I know one thing is like I know at around right around one thirty, two o'clock in the morning go down to Deep Ellum yeah. because for whatever reason it's going to be surging through the roof and I'm always going to pick up a ride that's going back to Fort Worth. I don't know why. I, I, I <laughs> oh, always man. did. I always did. Never failed. And at that point, that's going to be over a $100 ride every uh-huh. time. Never failed. No traffic. No traffic. It's a straight shot. It's 2.30 in the morning. I mean, yeah. two, two, 2 o'clock in the morning. But it's surging like crazy. And there's always going to be somebody who's at least slightly intoxicated. They're not thinking about the surge. They'll recognize it. They'll realize it the next day. And they'll be like, <laughs> damn, what did I do to yep. myself? <laughs> but... I take them home, but now they don't have those type of rides. Nope. But they have changed it because that was back at the time when you couldn't get tips on Uber, but now you can get the tips. And I get tips pretty. Had a guy today tip me pretty well actually because he Good. said I'm trying to get to the airport. I was like, oh really? During rush hour, he's like, can we get there by this time? I was like, we can try. He said, I can give you an incentive. I said, we'll get you there. <laughs> okay, so give me the deets. Where where were you? I picked him up in Highland time. Park. Okay. Yeah, picked him up in Highland Park. It was, um, he asked if we could get him there. I remember his time because it was odd. He needed to get there by 555. 555. Think of Hollywood phone numbers. Yeah. But um, needed to be there by 555. And it was, I picked him up right around, like I said, it was rush hour. So I want to say it was like maybe 5. 15 520 ooh 30 or 40 minutes to make that yeah and it's only like a during rush hour 18 20 mile drive yeah but the thing is but it's rush like, hour it's it's rush hour and for some reason everything was like completely red uh, every 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 different route and i was like okay i said you know what okay we'll get you there <laughs> i don't know when but we're going to get you there so long story short he needed to be there 555 we took some back roads because, you know, Waze is great, but it's not always the best. No. So it took some back roads, and but we made it, and we made it. I said the goal time was 5.55. We got there at 5.54. Oh, look at you. Yeah, so we got this. So, you know, it was – I can't remember. It was, it was like maybe a – during that time of day, I don't know why it was so much, but it was almost a $30 ride, eh. you know, from Highland Park. But then when we get there, he said, you know what? You saved me, man. I said, oh, really? So we pull up to the airport. As we pull up, he slams down an extra fifty bucks on the no, um, yeah, on, on my on my armrest. I said, nice. I was like, I appreciate it. And then he he ran to the airport. So, 
Yeah. I like it. I liked it too. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like that hourly rate just yeah. went. Woo. It just went through it. I mean, that's that's when I realized because at first when I first started driving, I got frustrated because I was like, I'm not making any money. Mm-hmm. But I also realized I was just driving around. Oh, no, no. Yeah. That's, yeah. That's that's the wrong thing to do. Yeah. You have to find a place and sit there. Sit and yeah. wait. And wait. And that's Bring it. a book. Well, you have stuff to study yeah. now. So you're gold in that sense. Mm-hmm. But I've actually been pretty good with it where I have had, haven't had to wait. So it's like I figured out the areas to where I kind of get that. And, I, and you know, I think, I think God's been buzzing me, I guess, in that regard. But I typically get, you know, continuous rides. So yeah, it's worked out. So mm-hmm. where do you go then when you leave the airport? So typically I'll go to the airport, DFW, then I'll ride back down 35 South and then come back towards my apartment. Okay, you just start coming back. Yeah, I just come back home. And then it's typically when I get home, I get another hit. Or right before I get home. Of or, course. You know, it's, <laughs> it's like, right, you know, so yeah, one of those. You know, I get another hit. And then for whatever reason, it's just on from there. You know, What about in the another. morning? What do you do in the morning when you don't want to come all the way back home? Uh, Where do you go? I come back because when you start that early, I find if you start that early, you get a ride, come back home. There's somebody else that needs to go because it's still early. Yeah. Get another ride, come back home. It's still early. Get another ride, and then from there it goes. So typically, I mean, it's my goal is this: if I start that early in the morning, if I don't have at least a hundred dollars by nine, then it's been a bad morning. Yeah. You know. Um, yep. You know, because it works, especially on those. You know, there are certain days that are not heavy travel days. You know, like Wednesdays. Wednesdays aren't really heavy travel days in the morning. Tuesdays aren't great, but sometimes it's it's a little better. But I find the best travel days are uh, Monday, Thursday, Friday, mm-hmm. Saturday, and Sunday. Yep, yeah. I I had the same kind of experiences. Mm-hmm. Nothing's changed. No, it's not, <laughs> in it's the not. two months I've been gone, <laughs> <laughs> we're getting you back. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, but no, it's yeah. So it's just a, it's a matter of figuring out a system and going with that. That's why I said that I wasn't looking for a job at the time when I got it because it's like I finally figured out a way. It's like, okay, yeah, it's a grind. It's, it's a, a grind. It's yep. definitely a grind. And I have a 2018 car that I really don't like putting the miles on. Yeah. But at the same time, you know, it's it's a way. It, there's a freedom with it that mm-hmm. comes with it. Yeah, and you can make the money you need to make if you're willing to do what you have to do. You well, know? yeah, you, you're talking two key points right there. The one thing you just said is the eagerness mm-hmm. and the drive, the diligence, mm-hmm. and get out and get that experience mm-hmm. and pay attention. Mm-hmm. And the other thing that's going to go along that with that, and I've talked a lot about this, is patience. Absolutely. And don't try to hit the home run out the gate. Yeah. yeah. Realize that, okay, I've got to take the little steps. I've got to learn the little things. Mm-hmm. And eventually that will add up to bigger Absolutely. things. Absolutely. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. And then and then like you said, the patience and just determination. It's like, okay, I'm not getting off of this road today until I hit this mark. Yeah. Bottom line. Whether it's a, a number of rides or it's a, a monetary amount, I am not getting off of this road until I hit this mark. Well, yeah, and I would always break it down even farther than that. I would break it down into you you just touched on that a little bit as well, into you want to have the hundred dollars before nine o'clock. Yeah. yeah. And then you want to have such and such before a certain exactly. another time. And then mm-hmm. 
by Wednesday, I want a certain amount. Mm-hmm. By Friday, I want a certain amount because then I know I have to work so much during the week. Exactly. That way, it's not so such a monumental task when you looked at exactly. it. Exactly. You know, it's it, the little goals. And you asked how many days, and I say, well, I typically drive seven days a week. Realistically, I don't have to. Correct. If I don't want to. Yeah. You know, and I, I really don't. So there are times where it's like, all right, I'm not going to drive this today. But it's like, you know, the beauty of it is it's one of those things where it's like, you know, I've I've done it three and a half years and it's whether I'm working at another place or not, I still find time to do it because it's, it's, you can, you know, you can pay for a vacation with that or you can, you know, just put something in savings, whatever, you know, if, if you want to do something, if I need to take care of something for the kids and don't want to have to touch the regular income, then I can do that. So it's just, it's really just a convenient, you know, activity. I, I don't even look at it as work as convenient activity. You know, it's a convenient hustle. Yeah. You know, that's it. I'm all about the hustle. If you haven't <laughs> figured that out, I'm all about a hustle. No, I, so, I got yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And it's, it doesn't seem for you because n- just now you're starting to put the monetary value on it. Mm-hmm. Just now in this part mm-hmm. of the conversation, the rest of the conversation, you've been talking about the benefits to you, yeah. of course, but then as well, you started the conversation with what it gives to you, well, the, the drive Absolutely. and the, the killer of boredom Absolutely. to a certain degree. You Absolutely. Know? Absolutely. And I think we need that. It's, it's, it's productivity is a good thing. I mean, I wake up in the morning, I say my prayers with my kids. I, you know, I say, you know, and part of my prayer is like, okay, God, give me a productive day, you know, and I want to meet these numbers, you know, yeah. you know, let me, let me, let this be a profitable day. And then you go from there. Hasn't failed, man. I mean, it's just, it's, you know, the beauty of it is like, especially now, cause you can do the, you know, you, I've, as you know, you can just do the cash out whenever you want. Yep. And it's Five like, times a day. <laughs> I, I can cash out up to 10 now. Oh, can you really? Yeah. Oh, they just changed that. Yeah. Look at you. Yeah. Did you, uh, do you have any of those, you've been driving for so long. Are you in any of those updated things that they were starting to do right when I left? Like they were going to put people in different classes and all that stuff? Yeah, I was, I did that and this, you know, I did that, but then I stopped for a while. I stopped driving for a good, it was like probably a year. But, you know, so like I said, I've been I've been on there for three and a half years and I stopped mm-hmm. driving for about almost a year because I had a job that was kind of demanding. And I well, it was really demanding. I just couldn't find the time. So I've been back since November and <laughs> I guess they took away all my perks. I had it before I had a gas card and I was getting all sorts of discounts on everything and all that stuff. So now I'm not in those clubs anymore. So I have to, I guess, go back up to it, work yeah. back up to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did they do you know if they changed your um percentage rate at all the commission rate or anything i don't know i need to check and i don't think you can see it it doesn't can't. tell you right there in the oh it app. doesn't okay no you'd have to call and see and ask them that's why i need to ask them because i know because i know i had earned i earned a i, I remember earning like i was getting more you know with the, a, a higher percentage of what one point they told me yeah. i don't know if it's still there or not but yeah so it's just like i'm sitting here looking like at the achievements thing i have a uh a badge. I stopped driving super late nights. You stopped driving super late nights. Yeah, Good for you. Yeah, because I one of my incidents was a late night, but okay. I had this two hundred late night trips badge. <laughs> You're like no more. <laughs> yeah, but no, it was you know the incident. I mean, I'll tell you real quick. It was about like I said, I, it's been fine, but I had to fight a guy. <gasps> oh, like were you okay? So, yeah, it was, and that sucked. <laughs> Do you want to say more of what all oh, transpired? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell the story. So it was one night. This was a couple years ago now, and it was one night I was uh, I picked up these two couples from the strip club. At the time, I was living in this place uh, that was like the medical district, 
Mm-hmm. One of the guys lived in the same complex that I lived in. And I said, I was like, oh, great. I, I'll drop you off and then I can go home. And as we were driving by, you know, you know, there's there's some it's not a cheap area. So, you know, his friend. Well, I guess the guy that was with him was like, as we were driving through uptown, he's like, oh, oh, man, I, I wonder how much how much does that cost? It's so expensive. Then we pulled up to our apartment. He's like, how much do you all spend to live here? And his friend was like, I'm not telling you that. So he turned to me and he said, so how much do you pay, spend to live here? I said, I don't know you, so I'm certainly not about to tell you how much I spend in rent. Yeah. He's like, up oh, three stars. I said, you might as well give me one star. That's fine. I'm still not telling you how much I make. So then he kept talking and kept talking and kept talking and kept talking. I said, you have two choices. You can shut up or you can get out. Those are your two options. He kept talking. I said, okay, you know what? Enough's enough. You're going to have to call another Uber. Because at this point, because I found out that I was taking his friend to the apartment where we stayed, but I had to take him back to Frisco. Oh, yeah. Okay, so which would, you know, would have been a, a considerable drive. It's a considerable drive, especially at four o'clock in the morning. You yeah. know, I had, I had driven through the night, you know, mm. so, you know, I, I had been on the road for some hours at that time. Mm-hmm. So um, I was like, you know, I'm not going to put up with this. I said, get out of the car. He wouldn't get out of my car. Uh oh. And his girlfriend just started mouthing off. And I was like, oh, God, okay. So I got out of my, I got out and and started walking around to his side to open the door and then at that point he got out, but he left my door open. So I walked around the car to close the door and he kept talking, kept talking. His girlfriend then his girlfriend ran and literally got in my face and started screaming, "My boyfriend's gonna kick your your, your ass!" And all that. And I was like, I was like, "Oh God, all right." And you know, uh, not my proudest moment, but I said, "You need to stay in your lane." <laughs> <laughs> well, and, mind your own. You know exactly. And I could have chosen a better word choice. But at that point, it was 4 o'clock in the morning. I was agitated. I was like, you know what? No. So when I said that, he sucker punched me. He, he snuck me from the side and hit me in my jaw. And I was like, huh. I literally said, <laughs> I was, I'll never forget it. Uh, and I was going through a struggle. This was during that bad breakup I told you about. Oh, shit. Because yeah. my ex-girlfriend and I lived together in that okay. place. So he hit me. And I was like, oh, God. So I actually said it out loud. It's like I was like, "Did he just hit me?" <laughs> Man. And as I turned my head, he hit me again. Okay. And so I used to do martial arts for years, right? And I was like, "Okay, here we go." So he swung at me again, and then I did what I know how to do. He didn't win the fight. We'll say that. Yeah. Okay. But at that time, then you know the courtesy officer, who was an officer, off-duty police officer, just happened to be pulling up in his truck. And the assistant property manager came running out at that time, and I was friends with both of them. So they were like, what the hell is going on, blah, blah, blah. And uh, the courtesy officer, he's, he gra- he's like, Chris, what's going on? You want me to take him to jail? I was like, no, no. Let Punk go. Let's, uh, let him go. Wow. And Because um, he was in a lot worse shape than I was in. <laughs> like, uh, he got <laughs> what like, he deserved. Yeah, yeah, he's fine. He, he's okay. And um, <laughs> so then they had the nerve to contact Uber and try oh, to tell them that I started the fight. Hell no. And Uber called me. And I was like, no, no, no. That's not how it happened at all. And, like, I have, like, a 4.97 rating now. Oh, my. I had, like, a five. I, have, I had, like, a, I had almost a five-star rating then, too. And Uber was like, yeah, that sound makes a little more sense because you've never had any incidents. So yep. he is now banned from riding Uber for life. Good. And, uh, yeah, so that was my incident. It was at that time I said I actually took a break from driving for a couple of weeks at the time. I was like, you know, I'm not going to drive anymore. Yeah. Um, but then I was like, eh, yeah, I am. 
<laughs> so I went back out, but I stopped driving late nights. So I will drive people to the bar. I will drive people to the club. I will not pick them up. That's what I would always say. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm more than happy bringing people out, but I don't want to bring you home. Not at all. Mm-mm. No, it's not my thing. It's it, not. It's fun. Yeah. For a while. It is. To it, a degree. And then it, you know. It gets obnoxious after a while. Yeah. It's, like, it's, it's, it's fun to watch it. But I've had, you know, that's, like I said, I've only had a few. I had picking up somebody else another time. This guy was trying to rape a woman in the back <gasps> seat. Oh, man. Yeah. She was absolutely out of it. <gasps> she was oh. completely out of it. And you could, and I kept hearing her like, mm, 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 uh-uh. I just heard it as I was driving. And I turned around. This guy has his hand completely up her shirt. And so they were out on a date or whatever. And I was like, wait a minute. Mm-mm. I was like, are you guys together? He said, just turn around and drive. Mm-mm. Yeah. There are certain things you just don't say to me. So <laughs> <laughs> so we were driving, and, and I, I pulled over on the highway. We were on the toll road. And I pulled over. I found, you know how there are no places to pull over. No. I found a place to pull over on the highway. I said, get out of my car. Yeah. He said, drive the car. I said, you're going to get out of the car one way or another. One way one way is under your own volition. The other way will hurt. <laughs> he got out of the car. I called the police. I took her home, and she was coming to a little bit. She was still very much drunk. But she can't, I put her in the front seat at that point to okay. make sure, you know, because she was in the back. I, I, I put her in the front seat at that point, keep an eye on her. And as we were driving, uh, she was drunk, but she reached out and grabbed my arm and she just squeezed it. And I saw her say, thank you. She knew. She, yeah, she, she was out, but she knew, she knew something was up. Yeah. You know, took her to her address and, you know, and that was that. And I contacted Uber that night. He is banned for life, obviously. Another time, picked up this couple. Well, this guy called, contacted an Uber. Jerks. If You know, I just can't stand them. Um, <laughs> he put his very, very, very attractive, very, 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 very drunk, very, very scantily clad girlfriend in my back seat. Um, she had on a bikini top, some short shorts, and that was it. And she could barely sit up straight. Before they, you could tell that the alcohol hadn't hadn't really hit her until she got in the car, and she was steady, falling all over the back seat. At one point, when her breast fell out of her top, he put her in my car, gave me twenty dollars tip, said just make sure she gets home, and he went back to the pool party. Oh, so what a jerk, jerk. So these are the type of things that I've said I will not pick people up from parties. Yeah, won't do it. I don't want to deal with that either. Mm-mm. I'm the same with you. It's just yeah. like no. It's not worth the hassle. No. It's not. You know. I don't care what you're making on those rides. You, you know? don't. Yeah. And as a man, you don't want to be put in a, in a, in a situation like that because it's just like, I'm not taking this drunk woman home. and <laughs> Like we talked about earlier, just not doing it. Yeah, mm-mm, mm-mm. exactly. There's, uh, you know, I, I get it. Everybody needs to be taken care of. Mm-hmm. Uber's been a great replacement mm-hmm. for the need to drive drunk. Absolutely. You know. Absolutely. Uh, I, I say that with tongue in cheek because nobody needs to drive drunk. <laughs> you get true. what I mean. Absolutely. But at the same time, it's like, uh, how about a little restraint? Yeah, you have to protect yourself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I think some people put themselves in bad positions. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, I'm like, but 
you kind of put yourself there, but I don't want to put myself there. Exactly. exactly. You know, that's that's not my thing yeah. anymore. It's, uh-uh. you know, and I have a saving grace type of personality where it's like, you know, it's like, okay, I can find myself in a really bad spot. So mm-hmm. I was conflicted about it because, for example, that woman who was obviously getting ready to be raped, had I not been there, it, it makes you wonder, okay, it begs the question, would somebody else have actually taken them home and let them both go and then something terrible would have happened to her? You know, the woman that I picked up that was from the pool party, the drunk woman, something terrible could have happened to her. Yeah. So I don't regret those type of situations, but at the same time, it's one of those things where it's like, that's not always the case. You know, sometimes you'll get a group of drunk guys in the car and they're obnoxious, all that stuff. And, you know, it can be fun or it can be obnoxious, one or two. But also in those situations where, you know, like I said, I had, you know, I had to fight a guy in self-defense. That's not something that I want to do. No. Um, you know, I just don't. You well, know? the liability then comes in Absolutely. huge. If you hurt Absolutely. him, yeah. even though it's self-defense, exactly. now you're going to tie yourself up in exactly. a bunch of exactly. hassle. Exactly. And it's one of those things where I had to be mindful in fighting this guy who was, by the way, bigger than me. You know, I'm not a little guy, but I'm not a huge guy either. And But this guy was definitely bigger than me. So I had to defend myself. But at the same time, like you said, if I had... If I hurt this guy, the fact that I trained martial arts for nine years was definitely going to come up. Yep. You know, so these are the type of situations you just don't want to be in. While driving is fantastic. It's a great It's a great thing. I've had day drunks that have come in my car. Oh, yeah. The, and day drunks are actually worse <laughs> because those are generally the daunch ac- alcoholics, you know. Yep. You know, but, you know, but it's been, it's been good overall, you know, yeah. absent those issues. Yeah. I'm still driving. <laughs> exactly. It's, you know, kind of like you started out saying it's very few and far between. Mm-hmm. So the incidents you just listed and whether or not that's comprehensive or not, mm-hmm. it's still not going to make a dent in the Absolutely you know, not. 2,400 rides or whatnot. Absolutely and I, not. I would still encourage people to do it. I, my only thing is what I'm saying now is I truly think it's a, it's a really tough thing to do on a full-time basis mm-hmm. without killing yourself or killing your car. Yeah. Uh, you know, driving at any point, I guess, you're going to do the, the killing of the car. Mm-hmm. It's a machine. Mm-hmm. It's going to get worn out. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. But when you're trying to drive full-time and make that full-time livable wage, yeah. Yeah. it's tough. It is. I mean, and that that I would have to say it really, really, really is. I know when I took I took a, about a, a little over a year off from corporate America one time. Uh-huh. And I was driving during that time. And, you know, it was, you know, I had a bunch of different hustles going on. I mean, was, you know, I had a, a lot of physical training clients and, you know, I was doing that. And, you know, and then I would, you know, work another, like my, my brother is a sports director for the Y. So he would ask, he'd ask me to, you know, act as a ref or an ump or whatever, for whatever sports was going on at the time. So I had a lot of hustles going on, but I was driving a lot and it still was a, it was it was a grind. I'll say that it was a grind too. And it got to a point where it wasn't as fun. Yeah. Um, yep. because it was more out of necessity than anything. I was making the money I needed to make, but it was a grind. You know? Yeah. You know, so I can feel that too. Towards the end of my driving, you know, full time this last time I was getting to the point where I was just burned out. Uh, uh, burnt out is the perfect word. Mm-hmm. And I was starting to blame the people. I, I wasn't, mm taking it out i don't feel like i was taking it out Mm -hmm. there was certainly no active incidents Mm -hmm. on my part where Mm -hmm. you know i was i was doing things or having bad situations with people but i was just certainly a lot less friendly 
And the people around in my life since then have told me that as well. Mm-hmm. Like I'm just a much better person now without that. Because there was, for me, I, I'm a very goal-oriented person mm-hmm. as well. So I had to hit those goals. Mm. And they're always, they're just always there. It's it's never gone. You know, I'm always at home thinking, okay, well, I'm done for today, but now I got to think about tomorrow and I have to get up super early and where am I going to end up? And, mm-hmm. you know, those types of things where, you know, you're using that to your advantage. I hate to make this sound negative in any way. I'm just telling you mine. Mm-hmm. I, j- I had just done it for too long. And mm-hmm. it was like, okay, this is, nope, this isn't for me. Yeah. But uh, with that same token, I do wish I still had the access to go out on a random yeah, it's nice. Friday and just be like, hey, let's go meet some people. You know, that, it's <laughs> nice, you know, because I look at it's nice in that regard. I mean, it's like, yeah, certainly there are some mornings where you wake up and you're just like, yeah, not today. Yeah. I mean, and it's and, and I've and those are those are the days where I'll say when I get in that space, it's like, OK, it doesn't happen frequently. But, you know, it happened last day. What uh, last week? What day? And I laid back down. And for the first time in my entire life. Well, the alarm went off at four. I looked at it. I said, no. I went back to sleep. For the first time in my entire life, I, le- I slept till 1130. <laughs> I've, I'm, I've, I've always been a morning person, never been a late sleeper. Yeah. But that was one of those times where my body was like, yeah, you're not going anywhere. You need it. And I needed it. So, yeah, yeah I, I laid down and I got some rest and I woke up and I was still exhausted, had something to eat, took the dog out, fell back asleep. It was just one of those days. Yeah, I needed that. So... You know, it, it it does, you know, obviously, you know, we have to be honest with people and say it. it's, yes, it's definitely got its, its pros. It's a lot of, you know, it can be fun. You can meet a lot of interesting people. You can, you know, be in different situations with, with, with folks that, you know, you can tell a story about later, but it is a grind. Yeah. It definitely is a grind if you want to do it the right way, if you want to, because at the end of the day, yes, you want to meet people, but you still want to make money from it. That's the goal. That's the goal. It's what you're out there for. Yeah, exactly. You know. You're paying your bills unless somebody else is paying your bills. Exactly. But no. then, I mean, most people aren't out there yeah. at 4.15 in the morning. No. You know, that exactly. was my alarm clock, 4.15. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's funny talking about alarm clocks. Someone I've I've dated, I would have that alarm clock and I still have the alarm clock and I can just, I bounce up. Mm-hmm. My alarm clock goes off and I bounced up. Mm-hmm. Literally, I would just, okay, I'm out. Mm-hmm. And it, it, you know what did that to me, what trained that was because when I would get up for driving, mm-hmm. I would get up, get dressed, turn on the app, lay it down, back down on my nightstand, and then go to sleep. Yeah. Rest until it would go off. And yeah. Sometimes it's five minutes, sometimes it's ten, mm-hmm. whatever. But when that thing would go off, I'm out. <laughs> That's it. You have to go. I, yep, you're out. Like, <laughs> I'm in the car within a minute. That's, you have to be. I, I mean, I'm Because they'll cancel the ride on yeah, you if you don't. If they don't see you moving. <laughs> exactly. Like, uh, where are you? I, I don't have time to, you know make coffee. I have mm-hmm. to have all that stuff ready to go. Absolutely. So I think that's now ingrained mm-hmm. to where I'm just like, boom. Okay. That's it. I mean, it, it definitely is. It's, it's an exercise that you, that, that, that has, it has its benefits. Yeah. But, um, you know, it works well. It, it, it trans transitions well into other, you know, professional, you know, encounters, but I'm the same way. It's just one of those things. It's like, I have to go, you know, I definitely have to go. And then especially in my garage, cause I, <laughs> so I'm cheap. This phone needs to be replaced. Uh-huh. As you see, it's on a portable charger. Yeah. If I take this off this portable charger for five seconds, it dies. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> it does need to be replaced. It needs to be replaced. <laughs> but it's, you know, and it's, I'm, I'm due for an upgrade, but, you know, I need to get the screen fixed first, which I just haven't taken to. I can't go to Apple and pay them $130 to do it. I'm, so I need to no. find a place that's going to do it for like 80 Yeah. So uh, I kind of want to l- 
end this with one one bit of good solid piece of you know positive stuff to come from it because you were touching on it there for a second mm-hmm. what are some of the greatest things that you've taken from driving that you can translate into not only your professional life but mm-hmm. maybe your personal life mm-hmm. into relationships whatever else you think that it translates just a couple things um well professionally i've actually gained as you know i've gained quite a few professional contacts through it mm-hmm. um that have you know proven this is actually my second job that i received from uber i was referred to a job at the federal government working for um the small business administration okay that paid very well through uber uh so that's worked out well made some very good friends from it so that is something that i appreciate i think it's it's a good way to earn income on your own time Mm-hmm. Absolutely, uh, and and I'm not talking. I mean, you can earn, you do it part time, and you can still get a couple ex- couple thousand extra dollars a month. It's a sum of money that you can actually do something with, and um, I, I feel that you know people who are willing to take the time to actually venture out and you know and, and see what it's about. You know, if even if you have a full time gig, you can definitely get some some extra income that that can change your life in certain ways. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You look at even if you do two thousand dollars a month, that's twelve grand a year. I mean, I'm sorry, twenty four thousand a year. Twenty four. Yeah, that's tw- twenty four thousand dollars a year, thousand a year. If you add twenty four grand, that's a, that's a that's a pretty good raise. Yeah. You know, it's a pretty good raise that you could and you can take that and do invest it. You well, know, two grand travel. a month is five hundred dollars a week. A- exactly. You know, so if exactly. you average that o- out over a course of a week, you know, exactly. you're making a hundred dollars. Just exactly. under a hundred dollars if you're doing seven days. Exactly, and that's you know that's not that hard to. Uh, no, I can actually make. Really, I can do five hundred dollars in, in a weekend, realistically. Yes, you know. Yep. So it's like, you know, where I'm making during during a week, you know, it's like, let's say it's 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 more than that. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, so it's you know it's it's definitely more than that. So I think it's it's a, it's a great thing, and I'm very grateful for Uber, and and for the driving option because it's 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 helped me out a lot over the years. That's good. Mm-hmm. That's good to hear. I like that. It's good to have that positive sense. I like that positive vibe, throwing it out there. There's a lot of drivers, especially now in all the forums and whatnot, and even some of my own attitudes mm-hmm. where I'm not as positive. So it's good mm-hmm. to hear mm-hmm. the good the good spin on it. But it's not a spin, <laughs> but it's like it's your truth, it's your attitude, and yeah. it's your mantra. Yeah, I try to apply to everything, it. everything in my life. I mean, I've done the negative side of things before, mm-hmm. and I realized that that has actually made life harder for me. When you stop and actually take time to look at the silver lining and to be appreciative for things, I feel like that appreciation, God will bless you in more ways. And once I started appreciating it, I started making more money doing it. Ah. And that's what's funny. Once I was appreciative of it, I started making more money and working less. I like it. So. Yeah. yeah. So it just came as it was supposed to come to yeah. you. Yeah. Yeah. That's instead of trying to force it. Exactly. That's exactly. a good uh, open yeah. mind to have as well. Yeah. I, I think it's, you know, what you put out is what you get back. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I, I'm a true believer in mm-hmm. that as well. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. And it's very tough to keep that mindset. And in fact, some people really will fight that mindset because they'll develop a victim attitude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Why? What? Um, why? Why me? Why is exactly. this happening to me? And exactly. It's like, well, Exactly. Uh, <laughs> I'll be honest. It was, I've made a lot of money doing other things. Mm-hmm. I can honestly say during my driving years, even that year that I told you it was a grind, it was probably, I remember sitting on my balcony one day 
smoking a cigar and eating some gelato. <laughs> and, <laughs> and and I was sitting there thinking, you know, if I were at my regular gig, I would not be on this balcony watching and, and I had my balcony was it was perfect. I could see I could see downtown Dallas, you know, and, and the sun would set there every day. And I was like, you know, and I I, I was listening to Nirvana. Nice. <laughs> and uh, I was like, you know, this is a great moment. And if I weren't driving, I would not be enjoying this moment right now. And that's just how I've, I, I've chosen to live my life. You look at all the positive things because there's something negative no matter what you're doing. Yeah. But, you know, but it's, it's easier if you just focus on the positive. And those negative things tend to fade away and life gets a lot easier. Yeah. You know, so. It's a good attitude. Yeah. Want to say thank you for sharing all that. Thank you. Thanks for, for me. sharing all the stories. I took up a lot of your time. Welcome. More time than I thought we would. Oh wow! Yeah, <laughs> wow. But I know, right? Once you get talking about this stuff, it can go by really quickly. Yeah. But I, I think you shared a lot of good info. A lot of people are going to appreciate and can relate to the stories. You know, drivers or not, you know, everyone can relate to having some kind of struggle in their life, and especially reaching forward and wanting to better yourself. I think that's a great thing. And I, I have some other podcast suggestions for you as well All especially right. on the uh working too hard mysteria <laughs> <laughs> let me know but my friend not a problem yeah thanks a bunch and uh well we're gonna see you on friday yes we are <laughs> i think that's bizarre <laughs> after i drive back from houston <laughs> yeah anything you want to shout out or anything you want to plugs you want to throw out there you know what i'm going to use this this opportunity to say this anybody out there listening I'm not going to beat you over the head with it, but God is real. God loves you. God is good. Believe in that. I love uh, that. Approach life with that knowledge clearly embedded in your in, in your uh, psyche and, and everything you do. I promise you things will open up for you that you never never saw coming. So that's that's my little plug. I like it. Yeah. And that's I think that's good, <laughs> solid advice. It certainly won't steer you wrong. No. You know, that's it, for sure. You got to worship something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, so that's it. Yeah, I'm I'm a believer as well, so I'm, I'm right there with you. Good I love deal. it. Good good way to end it, man. I appreciate yeah, it. I appreciate you for having me, my friend. All right. Well, thank you. Thank you, sir. Well, that's going to do it for episode 26. Got to give a big special thank you to Mr. Chris I for joining me on the show today. Really appreciate all your time, man. It was great sitting and chatting with you and and then we're going to be catching up a bunch at work, too. So such a cool story. It's just uh, baffling, again, that how small a world it is and how much you can run into each other in weird ways, weird circumstances, however you want to put it. Really glad we were able to connect up, my friend, and I think you gave us all some great insight into being that five-star driver, going out there, working hard, and reaching for what you want. And that's what it's all about, and that's what this uber driving rideshare thing is all about so at least it was for me and it sounds like that's what it is for you too so way to go man if you enjoyed today's episode please remember to give the show a rating or review on itunes as well as subscribe on your favorite listening channel We're available on itunes google play music stitcher and spotify ride with me drive with me we'll be back with a new episode every friday right here and check out the ride with me drive with me facebook page as well as give the show a follow on Instagram and Twitter. Twitter is at Ride With Me Show, and on Instagram, it's just Ride With Me Drive With Me. If you have a question, suggestion, comment, concern, something you want to get in touch with me about, you can send me an email. It's buckleup at ridewithmedrivewithme.com. 
And until the next time you hear my voice, keep graceful dancing.